Hey y'all, it's Whitley and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. Welcome back and Happy New Year. I know that I've been gone for like a month and a half, almost two months. I took a little sabbatical and it wasn't really even intentionally. It just kind of happened. But here I am. I'm back January 1, starting off strong and if you're new here, so if you're listening to me on Spotify, I am recording this audio, but I'm also recording on video. So this is really new for me because I'm using my camera and it says I have like 29 minutes of film. So I'm going to try to push this video because I don't know what that means with this camera. And then if you're listening to me on Spotify, if you hear me doing some weird things or I make references based on uh, what I'm doing here, then just know that that's what's going on. Just a moment. <laughs> okay, I just had to make sure it was still recording. <laughs> it scares me because I can't really see myself. But anyways, happy new year. Um, this first episode of me being back, I just wanted to talk about three things. And if you see me looking down on the video, usually the format of my Wondering Whitley sessions, I usually don't have notes or like pinpoint things. I just know what I'm going to talk about and then I flow. But tonight I do have three, just I jot down it, I jot down the three points I want to hit. So I can stay on topic, stay focused. And plus, because this came out of a journal I was doing in my personal time. So that's what you're seeing. So if you see me looking down, one, I'm looking at my phone, which is if you see this. Also, if you're listening to me on Spotify, ignore this part. <laughs> but if you see I have my headphone in is because I record on the Anchor app for my podcast. And of course, I'm using my camera for YouTube. And until I find a way that's more efficient, I'm pretty sure there is where I can just upload the audio to Anchor. I haven't seen that option on here outside of me recording directly on here. Then you're going to see me with this headphone like I'm talking on the phone, but I'm talking to you and I'm talking to you <laughs> on Anchor on Spotify. But I'm also talking to the camera. So tonight I do have three notes. So if you see me looking down, I'm looking at the time. And I'm also looking at my notes. <laughs> so bear with me. But tonight, I just want to hit on three things that can possibly keep us away from New Year's resolutions. From our New Year's resolutions, some of us may call them goals or things that we want to see come to fruition in the new year or the next couple of years. Now, I'm not one of those people that shame people who say new year, new me, oh, this year is going to be it, this year is going to be your year. I'm not one of those people who shame people for saying that because we are creatures of habit. We're also creatures who love symbolism. That's why we celebrate holidays depending on where you're from. You celebrate certain holidays depending on your religion or what country you live in or part of your culture. So Thanksgiving, we do things that symbolize however we celebrate Thanksgiving. New Year's, we set goals. Christmas, we give gifts. You know, so I think New Year 
is no different that people want to set goals because they're like from this point to the new year maybe i want to see change or i want to see something different so i get the need for feeling revived like we're walking into a new year and sometimes a new millennium depending on how old you are so i'm with it the only thing that i want to talk about tonight is sometimes how we can stray away from that and how we can look up a year later, even a couple of months in and realize I'm not anywhere close to reaching my goals or I haven't seen progress in this or this is a goal that I set last year and I didn't see any changes and possibly these three things are kind of what keeps us from really making that next step because these are things that I saw within myself And so, yeah, so let's just hop right into it. So number one, what can keep us from keeping our New Year's resolution is environment. First, if you've been here for a while, I do like to give context and definitions. So if you hear me stop and give certain definitions, I'm not belittling you and your intellect and your knowledge. I just like to define them because sometimes I use the Webster definition and sometimes I have kind of defined it in my own way in the context in which I want to use the word so that's just a disclaimer so number one that probably keeps us from keeping our new year's resolutions to ourselves or keeping on focus with our goals is environment and with environment that includes people places and things Um, if you think about a plant if I gave you a seed to go plant a tree would you take that seed and go put it on that little on that little piece of dirt that grows in between the concrete cracks how would you think that tree or that plant would grow would you go take that seed and plant it in the dirt on the ocean how do you think that tree will grow would you go and plant it on soil that is not fertile? It's just kind of dirt. It hasn't really been tilled. It, it's not really moist enough to hold a seed, but it's soil. So you put the seed there. Or would you want to go put it for the best benefits, go put it in soil that's been tilled, it's been prepared, it's moist, it's ripe, it's ready to take in a seed so that that tree can grow. And that's a no-brainer. You'll probably want to put it in the soil that can hold it and house it and really cultivate the type of harvest that you want to see. And so how do we apply that to our personal life is that when you're setting a goal and you're setting an intention to make change, you have to make sure your environment supports the change that you want to see. If not, it'll be null and void and you'll be kind of wasting your time. For example, if you start with people, if you're making a change as far as some of the habits that you that you have, the type of conversations that you have around people, the type of people that you want to be around, or the audiences that you now want to entertain or you want to be in their spaces, you have to really check out your audience now. Now, this is the time to like get rid of all of your friends, all of the people who have been day one. That's going to be a whole nother podcast (laughs) talking about, you know, changes in your environment as far as people, because sometimes 
people don't need to be cut off. Sometimes they just need to be repositioned. Um, and then when you're walking in purpose, naturally some people will fall off. But when it comes to people, if you're keeping people around who are not supporting the changes that you're making, whether it's personal changes within how you're talking, behaving, the places that you're going, you're going to be held back because you're going to be focused on pleasing those people. Then you are committed to your goal, which goes straight into the environment as far as the physical environment, your space. This may include where you actually live. Do you need to get out of the environment of where you live? If you want to believe in abundance, are you always picking housing or apartments that cater to very low income communities? And I'm speaking on that specifically because I came from that mindset of going the cheapest route. And so even when I moved into the place I live in now, before here, I lived with my dad. I lived with my cousin. I lived with my friend after translating back to, from New York and at first I found myself about to look for apartments given the price range I think I can pay. And it's like, you have a full-time job, you got money, like you don't have to live scarce, you know, like you don't have anything. Where do you want to live if you can be in a place where you want to live? And so I wrote on paper, I said, this is where I want to live. This is the type of amenities I want to have. This is the area I want to live in. I said, I want to live in a place that it looks like they care about the actual property because when they take good care of the property even on the outside to the walls then you know who they hire as management they gonna be on it the maintenance gonna be kept up and i found that and i found it in my budget in my price range in the area that i live in i was gonna think i was gonna be paying way more than what i'm paying but that just goes to show when you set the intention and you get out of the box of what you think is available to you, then you get an environment that that really cultivates where you're going. And the reason it was important for me to get an environment as far as my living situation is because I want to wake up and feel like I deserve to be in abundance. I deserve to be in luxury. And I knew that I had to change my environment. I came from living somewhere where I'm like, girl, you make too much money to, you know, just want to live here. And what you're paying, you can have a way nicer place in a nicer area. And sometimes we go the cheapest route and it's actually costing us more. <laughs> so, and you probably know that from cars to buying cheaper clothes or jewelry. It's like, you might as well go the more expensive route and have to buy it one time investment they have to keep on replacing the cheaper version. So sometimes it's a mindset that keeps us in the environment that's really closing us off from our goals. So environment can definitely keep us from our New Year's resolution. And I hope that's very direct in the way that it can do that. Because we don't, if we don't put ourselves in the proper soil, going back to the plant reference, then we're limiting, our, we're limiting our own growth. If we're keeping people around who's not supporting where we're going, every conversation, they kind of downing your dreams. They always got to be the devil's advocate. 
how are you going to grow in that environment? If they're always talking about lack, if you always go into the same stores that, you know, want to keep you cheap, you, you can't fully grow to your potential in the environment. And your goals can be personal goals. They can be weight loss goals, your environment, take the sugary stuff out of your, out of your refrigerator, out of your pantries. That has to do with environment too. You have to set the stage in order to thrive with whatever goals that you want. If it has to do with relationships, are you always having conversations about how men ain't this, ain't that? You know, that goes with your environment. You got to get around people who have a positive mindset about men, about relationships, even if they've been hurt before. So environment is one thing that can really keep us away from keeping our New Year's resolutions because the actual space, the, the ground that we're planting our seed, our hope, our dream in is not ripe for us to really grow into who we want to be. The second thing is our need for approval, which ties right into environment because specifically talking about people, I can speak for myself as a woman and I've had friends who have felt and dealt with the same thing is that we have an instinctual need to be liked, to be approved of, to be understood. And I think that's a human that's a human response. That's a human need. And at some level, we do need to care what people think. <laughs> we do need to uh, be mindful of that, but not to the detriment of us reaching our goals. And I had to experience this firsthand. I had a friend. We grew up together. I, I want to say I met her in high school and we've been friends for over 10, 11 years. And Something happened between us in high school that I just, it was devastating to me, but the place I was in in high school, I've always been the type where I felt like I was forgiven or I tried to understand where people were, which made them make certain decisions. I feel like that's always been a characteristic of mine, but I will say as I went through my healing journey as an adult, I realized, man, that situation really tainted my view of how I experienced this person, like always in the back of my mind, I always wondered, what is she ever gonna pop off on me again? And is and it be random? Is she feeling? Is she doing this? Is she being my friend? But she really secretly hate my guts. I feel like I always carried that with me, and yeah, that happened nine, ten years ago. But once I started really getting in touch with my emotions and really going on this healing journey the past three to five years, I really showed me, man, that's why I always question this relationship. That's why I kept it around. But at the same time with this friend, I always felt like I don't I can't never fully let my guard down. I can't never really be seen because I don't know if one day it'll be held against me or one day like she'll pop off because what happened in high school was so traumatic. It was, it was, it was left field. I'll say that. And I'll leave like the story of that for another episode. Cause I don't want to get into it. But, uh, last year was actually 2021, 2020, 2021 was actually my season of really evaluating friendships. This 
year, I feel like I really <laughs> was in my flow of like, okay, investing in certain relationships and establishing my foundation. But 2021 was really the year where I was kind of pulling up the weeds and the roots. Not calling this this woman a, a weed, but I'm just using the plant metaphor that... I was really evaluating some of my relationships and the criteria that I used was, is this hindering me, growing me, or is it stagnant? And if it's not growing me, it has to go because hindering, that's, that's already self-explanatory as, as to why that relationship or thing or habit has to go. But stagnant especially stagnant relationships, they can be kind of subtle because usually that person didn't do anything wrong in the season that you got to let them go. Um, or if it's a breakup, a romantic relationship, usually they're not doing anything particularly wrong. They're not a bad person. You don't think ill of them, but the relationship just isn't going anywhere. Like it's, it's been what it is. Neither party, like with me and this friend, we weren't really making true investments in each other. When I looked at even the past two years, um, we showed up for each other here and there, but it wasn't anything consistent as far as people who I really call friends at this stage in this season of my life. And I think she understood that when I explained it and I said, you know, well, this is a relationship that I have to let go, especially because for years now I've had questions about the true intentions, not saying that she had any bad intentions, but just because I had never healed. So I felt like as if I had to act out what I felt like I should have did 10 years ago, like, hey, I know you're going through this, but I don't think a friend would have did or said this to me, even in a heated moment so I need to take some time to evaluate what I want in this friendship and it took me 10 years to do what I felt like I wish I had the courage to do in high school so but going back to the need of approval my need for like what will she think of me will she be mad at me uh what will other people think for our mutual friends kept me from really making this decision it kept me stagnant it kept that relationship just kind of sitting there in my life but me not making a decision about it until it came to a crossroads where I, I had to speak up and when I did I felt like a weight was lifting off my shoulders while also I dealt with the natural guilt that sometimes we feel when we do the right thing for ourselves but we don't know if it was the right thing overall we don't know how people will feel or how people will look at us so I put need for approval being a, a definite thing that keeps us from keeping our net New Year's resolution because when it comes to environment, those two things to me go together. They go hand in hand because there is no way that you can create an environment, change habits that support where you're going if you care too much about what people think or feel about what you're doing. Like another example, I've changed my eating habits a lot from the diet, you know, many of us kind of grow up on, depending on where you're from or whatnot. Uh, being a black woman growing up 
kind of average, not with a whole lot of money. You grow up with a certain American diet, a lot of sugar, a lot of fast foods, those type of things. And I've been changing my diet for over a really a long time, pretty much eating clean. And now I probably eat like 95 plus clean most of the time. And I still have family members like when I go to Arkansas where they're, they'll make fun of how I eat or the the choices that I'm making as far as my diet is concerned. And sometimes it's kind of hurtful because it's like, okay, is my, my diet going to be a butt of the joke? <laughs> so, you know, but I have to overcome that. I can't need to be approved or it's been times where I'm like, okay, let me just go ahead and eat this so I won't hear their mouth about me really wanting a salad. And sometimes that, that seems so small, but it's a huge thing in the context of our growth. Because if we compromise in those small ways with people who we value and we know they love us, then imagine when a stranger comes along or imagine when we have to stand up to somebody that we'll love. We've already practiced more often than not compromising. And so I know for me, I had to stop compromising that. I had to make a decision that I can't wait to be liked or approved of in order to really um, live in what I'm trying to change. Yeah. And the last thing, number three, is no resolve. So like I said, I like definitions resolution resolution the root word in resolution is resolve resolve resolute resolve i did use the webster's dictionary means to settle or find a solution to to decide firmly on a course of action or and or a firm determination to do something i like these words they keep on using firm determination it's a decision and when you're making a New Year's resolution, that's ultimately you saying that you that's making that's letting you make a declaration. And many of us, even myself included, make declarations, but we really don't make a decision. Because if you see by this definition, it says to decide firmly on the course course of action. If you really made a decision, changing your environment would be the very first line of action you would be able to do because you're like, I got to lose this weight. I got to get this food out the house. I got to get my gym membership. I have to set a time of day that's that I can maintain no matter what to where I can go. Like for myself, I realize that I need to work out. People ask me, oh, you still work out? Don't you teach dance? But when you're teaching dance, it's different from taking a dance class for yourself. So I have to have a physical workout practice that's just for me where I get to focus on me, my body, and I'm not pouring out. And so when school is in, I have to get up at four in the morning. Do I like that? No. Was it hard to create that habit? Absolutely. Because sometimes my nights end at 10 o'clock. So on the weekdays when school is in, I'm in the house. I'm not going out because I'm like, I got to commit to waking up at four to get this workout done so I can still have an hour to get ready, cook my breakfast and not feel rushed. So that's a sacrifice I had to make, but I had to get strategic because I had to get real with myself that I'm not going to work out 
after I'm teaching all day or after I've been out all day. I can, but I feel like I don't get the best energy out of myself because it's been a long day, mentally, physically, all of that. So when you make a resolve, when you re- you have to resolve within yourself, like make a firm decision, like no matter what comes, no matter what goes, I am going to commit to this. Even if I move, if I travel, I'm going to commit to the diet that I set for myself. I'm going to commit to this money goal. Even if things change, even if things waver, I am going to do this. And part of making a resolution is mapping out. Once you map out your strategy of how it's going to happen, mapping out, okay, what are the possible obstacles that can keep me from doing this? For instance, I'm going to share with y'all. I don't really like sharing my goals like that, but I just really thought of this one. Uh, some of my goals kind of come to me and I don't set a whole lot of goals except, you know, an interim. And if you've been watching my podcast or been listening, uh, I set my goals by the school year because it's hard for me to look at a year within the calendar year. So I have goals and I'm still working towards till August. So I set it from August to August, but I do set yearly goals. So right now it be in January 1st. I want to commit to being on my podcast every single day. And if you've been with me since I started this podcast, when I started, I went like three months straight every day. So I know it's possible. But now I want to see, can I go 365 days every day and have a video uploaded, even if it's not super formal, but just something to keep to keep the, it going out there. So I'm saying this so y'all going to hold me accountable But I know my schedule. I know like that is not going to be an easy task to do, especially now that I'm incorporating video. So I have to sit here tonight and figure out how am I going to make this happen every single day? Do I need to set a time or do I need to make sure I have another battery, whatever I need to do. But that's part of me setting a strategy in place so I can make sure it happens no matter what, and there's no excuses. So those are my top three things. I want to keep this first video short. Three things that can keep you away from, um, that can keep you away from really keeping your New Year's resolution. It's environment. You got to focus on the people, places, and things. Do they support what you're doing, where you're going, who you want to become? If not, You got to make some changes, which brings us to number two. You can't be afraid to not be approved of, not be liked, um, not be the most popular at the time because you have to do what's right for you. And the third thing is that you have to resolve within your mind, body and spirit that you're going to do this, that you're going to commit to it no matter what. And I really do believe if you commit to those three things and really take these three points seriously that a lot of us face when we're making tough decisions and change, I think you'll really be proud of yourself come December 31, 2022, when you look at whatever you write your goals down on or whatever you set out for yourself and see that you really made lasting change. So I love y'all so much. Welcome back. 
for more sessions with Wonder and Whitley. I'm still trying to get my setup. As y'all, if you can see me on the video, I'm sitting on my floor by my like mini library. It's not much. Um, if you're looking for something super edited, super, I'm always going to have points and super focused. This may not be the podcast for you because I just like to go with the flow. I like to have conversation. And if you see the title, hear the title is Wondering Whitley. These are just my thoughts, things that I'm usually thinking about, journaling about, and just kind of put it out there to see if anybody else is having those thoughts. So uh, leave me some love on the on the comments. If you're on YouTube, you're on Spotify or anything, check out my Instagram page at Wondering Whitley. And you can also follow the Feminine Arts Academy. See y'all later.